0: Welcome to episode 5 of Backstop Podcast with me, Ovi Muniz. This week's biggest story comes from the NBA. LeBron James, an 18-year veteran, four-time champion, and currently the third-time all-time scorer, is part owner of the Boston Red Sox. According to Dale Zanin of the USA Today, James' investment in the Fenway Sports Group will make him one of the two black partners in the company. Michael Silverman from the Boston Globe reported that becoming a partner in FSG, James becomes a part-owner of the Red Sox as well as other FSG subsidiaries, including Nessun, Roush Fenway Racing, and Fenway Sports Management. James' investment to FSG gives a boost to the company to expand along the Redbird Capital Partners. Redbird is the third-largest corporation that ties in with Dwayne The Rock Johnson with the XFL. James is 36 years old and is currently a member of the NBA's Los Angeles Lakers and has a long history with FSG since 2011. His accomplishments and notable portfolio is an awesome news to write about. His career in the NBA will land him to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Also, he has a chance to be an all-time leading scorer. James set himself as a role model that you can accomplish anything you want to as long as you put yourself first, accomplish your goals, and everything else will work itself out. And for LeBron James to do something like this, it just give him a step closer to maybe, as many are rumored, that one day, once he's retired from the NBA, to be an owner of an NBA team. That's just good news for the Boston Red Sox. We've seen LeBron James wearing the New York Yankee hat. You've seen him trying to support the Cleveland Indians. But at the end, he's putting on his money with the Boston Red Sox. That, that sounds like something good, especially this season when we start off our 2021 season on April 1st. And speaking about the game opener on April 1st, let me quickly give you a Red Sox update on what had happened this week in Red Sox baseball. Red Sox went 3-3 three three with the Minnesota Twins, Atlanta Braves, and Tampa Bay Rays. Alex Cora announced that he will have either 13 or 14 pitchers in his 25-man roster. He currently has a 30-man roster that will more likely shrink down at the end of this week. This week he is concentrating on more of the management side of the house as he is expect for these players to execute of all the managerial decisions. And that's including hit and run plays, stealing second base, third base, whatever it is to strategize the way to win. But his more focus now is winning games and winning the way. Alex Cora manages. The Red Sox are 10 to 7 in spring training, and thanks to Jaron Duran, Michael Chavez, and Bobby Dahlback, who are the leading team in hits with 11. Jonathan Arauz leads the team in doubles with 5. Chavez and Dahlback are tied with 5 home runs, and with a minimum of 30 at bats, Arauz is batting a 300, Dahlback a 324, and Chavez 297. There are some concerns though with the Boston Red Sox as far as with JD Martinez and Rafael Devers. Both players are veterans in the team that have not quite had a great spring training. However, Francie Cordero made his debut Saturday going 1 for 2 in the game. So that's good news. Hunter Renfro has demonstrated a big presence for the Red Sox. He was interviewed by Peter Abraham from the Boston Globe and he stated that he was very optimistic. He knows he struggled last season and is looking forward to making a comeback. Renfro was released by the Tampa Bay Rays following the World Series last year after they suffered a loss to the Los Angeles Dodgers. The Red Sox AAA farm team, the Worcester Red Sox, and AA farm team Portland Sea Dogs will begin their season on May 4th. The scheduled games will be one week intervals, meaning they will play their opponents home or away from Tuesday to Sunday. You can check out their websites for any ticket sales and more information about their schedule. And now on to April 1st, opening day for Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball is scheduled to kick off the 2021 regular season. And this season will mark the development of having normalcy as our world faces ambitious challenges with the pandemic and playing the game. While our nation is on the verge to combat the coronavirus, the games will begin with some baseball fans. And that is good news for baseball, especially on April 1st, which is the game opener. The last time the Red Sox opened at Fenway Park on this date was 2002. The Red Sox had Pedro Martinez for the game opener, who went three innings pitched and gave up seven earned runs in a 12-11 loss to the Toronto Blue Jays. The lineup that, that season was Johnny Damon, Jose Offerman, Nomar Garcia Fara, Manny Ramirez, Trot Nixon, and Ricky Henderson. The pitchers in that season were Derek Lowe, John Burkett, Frank Castillo, Tim Wakefield, and they had closer Yugueth Urbina. The Red Sox finished 93-69 and that season, falling second behind the New York Yankees, which had a 103-win season. The Anaheim Angels won the World Series over the San Francisco Giants that year when they won four games best out of seven. This year, the Red Sox will open at Fenway Park in the three-game series versus the Baltimore Orioles. Eduardo Rodriguez receives the nod to become the Red Sox ace. The Orioles will have John Means as their ace. Rodriguez has been successful against the Orioles in his career. Orioles are batting 177 and the on-base percentage is 225. Rodriguez has his success against batters like Chris Davis and a toss-up with Trey Mancini. On the other side, Means has struggled allowing the Red Sox to bat 3-11, 5 home runs, and 12 RBIs. Alexander Bogarts and JD Martinez have made it difficult for Means for having him stay on the mound. Most of the games will be televised on Nesson, the New England Sports Network. Nesson is adding three former Red Sox players, Ellis Burks, Mo Vaughn, and Kevin Euclid as part of the network's coverage this season. Jonathan Papabon will also be a special contributor on a weekly basis. The play-by-play callers will be Dave O'Brien, Jeremy Remy, and Dennis Eckersley. In the studio, we still have Jim Rice, Tim Wakefield, and Lenny DiNardo. Major League Baseball is a 162-game season. And it's hard to predict baseball when you play that many games. There is this thing called PECOTA Projections. That's right, PECOTA Projections. And they project what could possibly happen in the season. PECOTA is an acronym for Player Empirical Comparison and Optimization Test Algorithm. Yeah, that's a lot of words. But to summarize everything, they have managed to come up with a projection standing by division. So I'll start off with the American League East. In the American League East, the Yankees are projected 81% to win the division, followed by the Tampa Bay Rays, Toronto Blue Jays, the Boston Red Sox, and the Baltimore Orioles. In the American League Central, we have the Minnesota Twins, as a 61% odds to win the division, followed by the Cleveland Indians, Chicago White Sox, Kansas City Royals, and the Detroit Tigers. In American League West, the Houston Astros are 72% odds to win. The Anaheim Angels are right behind, followed by Oakland A's. Excuse me, the Oakland A's, Seattle Mariners, and the Texas Rangers. In the National League East, the New York Mets have a 77% odds to win the division. In the National League Central, the Milwaukee Brewers are 55% odds to win, followed by the Chicago Cubs. St. Louis Cardinals, Cincinnati Reds, and the Pittsburgh Pirates. And in the National League West, the defending champions, Los Angeles Dodgers, are 78% odds to win the division, followed by the San Diego Padres, the Arizona Diamondbacks, San Francisco Giants, and the Colorado Rockies. This show is presented by Clovercrest Media, the CMG Sports Network. Visit Clovercrestmedia.com for the variety of your favorite podcasts. Tune in each week as we get set for our journey 2021 Red Sox Baseball. With Sean Scanlon, I am Ovi Muniz. This is Ovi's Backstop Podcast.